0: And it's over to Lewis and Robbie.
1: Hello and welcome listeners to episode 82 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, where too much talking to pets is barely enough. I'm your humble host, Dr. Robbie Anderton, and this week I am joined by the number one newsbreaker in the business, the one person you can rely on to give you the inside scoop on the hard topics that no one else wants to touch with a 10-foot pole. This newshound puts his nose to the ground, slips on the latex gloves for a deep penetrating analysis, and won't take no for an answer. It's Dr.
2: Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you? Very good, mate. Robbie, I like that. That's fantastic. I like... Well, I like how you, you introduce yourself as the humble host, and on the then, humble host, and then really talk me up. Absolutely, like I'm, you know, I like that. I think I can be non-humble about that. It's about contrast,
1: yeah. You know, you, <laughs> got, you got to have you got to have the one that's sort of the down, and then the one that's up. You know, you got to play the the foil.
2: You know, the, so. the yin and the yang, mate. Well, I think so, yeah, yes. Yeah. Are, yeah. You, are you ying or are you yang?
1: Who's who? Oh, look, it depends on which side of bed I get out in the morning. And today I'm feeling quite yang. How about yeah, you?
2: Yeah, I'm definitely ying today. You're, you're so ying, that
1: works well, I think. You're ying all over the place? I think so. Nice. Ying
2: and around the place. Very good. Very good.
1: You- what, what What's caused you to be so yingy this week?
2: Oh, busy at work. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's been hectic at work. Yeah. Really, really busy. Just what's been cooking? Lots of just lots of surgery. I think. Oh, really? Lots of dentals. Uh, just dogs. A lot of dog attacks. Start of oh, spring. Really? Wow, dogs getting yeah. out and having getting fights in the park yes. and and those sort of things and and the sort of difficult situations where they the uh, owner brings their dog in's been attacked and then the dog that's attacked them they've actually those owners have come as well to the vet clinic. Oh. So you try and avoid the meeting like you just go in here and you go in there oh, and gee like this. Yeah, Oh, you're both the same vet, yeah. Right, okay. Oh. Okay, guys. Well we'll just separate you and yeah, so a bit of that oh. going on. So, so, bit so of diplomacy.
1: Had, oh, so you've had the two people, yeah, the yeah. two parties coming in at yeah, the same time. Yeah, what, what was the what were the relations like uh you know in the in the waiting room? Did it get Surprisingly
2: heated? good in the end. Right. I okay. think because one offered to pay for the other. Oh well that's fair enough. So I yeah. think and that was but but it was interesting when they were separated in the concert room, bagged bagged each other out. Oh that dog <laughs> that dog was off lead. My dog was on lead. Oh that dog it's done it before. Oh, it's, right. a, it's a serial offender. Yeah. But then out in the way, oh, lovely, yeah, I was unfortunate, wasn't it? They met yes. like that and, you know, it was interesting yeah. dynamics going on and I just avoided it. I didn't want to uh, – never the twain shall meet and I avoided yeah. it when they did meet. Yeah, so. just
1: Berlin Wallet in the middle yeah. and just keep it all separated.
2: Yeah, e- exactly. But newsbreaker, mate, I yes. uh, just uh, we got a lost uh, found budgie. Oh, did we? Just, uh, at 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 Port Melbourne Vet Clinic. Fantastic. Uh, if anyone's lost a budgie, you're, yes. you're in Port Melbourne. Yeah. If you're one of our uh, Madagascar listeners, just tune out now. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, found budgie. Uh, female.
1: Nice. Uh, so it had a a red a red. Yeah. pink Pinky. That's what it's called. What's have budgies? You know,
2: see mate. It's a technical term. Thank you. Yes. And it's yellow. Good. Yellow budgie, not like your classic. Uh, green and, green gold. and yellow It yeah, was green just a e- straight out Straight yellow, yellow. Yeah really cute yeah. So if you lost a budgie in Port Melbourne uh, hit, hit us up at the Port Melbourne Vet And uh, we can reunite you
1: Does it have a race ring on it Like was it one nah. that was left from Adelaide They were trying to go the east-west route Yeah or? it's
2: not a racing budgie it's mate It's not, not no. a racing budgie Homing budgie a Homing budgie, <laughs> <A> homing budgie. <laughs> Well it might be We haven't let it go Yeah. <laughs> worried it won't <laughs> go home so that's why I've got st- it at the stuck clinic. around for
1: a while. Have you got it in a uh, a little cage out the front? Oh now, or yeah, I uh, oh, just you know, find display.
2: It's actually the clinic budgie. It's just oh, flying the around. Now. Yeah, fantastic. Not yeah. the fact that it escaped, and <laughs> we let it fly around
1: for a while. Yeah. It, it is in a cage. Uh, yes, uh, waiting. When, it, when it when it sort of uh, realised that windows aren't actually a, a doorway into freedom, that there's actually yeah. a yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, and that we should turn the exhaust fans off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a thunk. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
1: Yes. You had the fizzy lifting drink. <laughs>
2: So how have you been mate? Good?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, not too bad, man. We've had um I've had an interesting week cuz I um so uh, have you had uh, teachers from your kids school asking you for uh, for advice? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. so I yeah. had um one during the week and I thought I'd bring this to the table just cuz um it's uh it's it, it it really really irked me, you know, right. what um yeah. what what had happened to yeah, this guy? Yeah, so yeah. um is uh is dog's got arthritis? Um, previous vets, um, you know, so the dog really doesn't like injections, gets really freaked out with injections. Um, and the previous vet said, look, take the injections home and try and give your dog the injections when it's at home yep. and it's a bit more relaxed. Tried to do it, dog's not relaxed at all. And so I spoke to him and I said, look, mate, you know, try and, try and, you know, just give your dog lots of treats. Your dog's getting obviously really upset by it. Um, the, the, these injections aren't the difference between life and death. So just take your time. Try and get them used to it. Um, you know, Give him lots of treats. Touch him on the back. Even hold the needle in your hand and give him lots of treats when he sees the needle to try and think, right, needle equals treat. And then you know, I don't get the injection to try and desensitize. Yep, yep. um, and he said, yeah, no, look, that sounds good. That sounds good. Then he uh, went and saw another vet. Um, and this is a vet who's a bit more, I guess you could say, old school. Let's name them.
2: Name them. Name. Jeez, oh,
1: I feel <laughs> like it because I, I was really ooh, irked ooh. on this, Lewis. Yeah, right. Like so the advice that that, that um, the kids' teacher was given was, your dog's never going to like having an injection, so just get it in a headlock, pin it up oh, against the wall, no. and give it the needle, right? Oh, no. and, and I said... Mate, that is the absolute oh. worst thing you could do because your dog is already anticipating that something bad's going to happen. Yeah. For it to get manhandled and pushed up against the wall, not only is that going to make its anxiety worse, but you're going to increase your chances of then him lashing out and potentially biting you because he feels like he's got no other option. I said, put the needles up in the cal- up on the shelf. Don't even worry about it. Come and see me. Let's get him on some medications that you're not going to have to worry about trying to give us an injection. And let's just let's forget about the needles. Oh, forget wow. about the needles. So I was I was so like, I, a poker face in it, you know, trying to be as diplomatic as yep. what I could yep. because I knew I could come and you know, in the back of my mind I going, <laughs> content. <right? laughs> yes, yes. But I thought, my goodness, you know, like so. If one thing to say to you guys is that uh, to the listeners out there that if you feel like your vet is being a little bit well, or you feel like you're not getting advice that makes you feel comfortable, go and get a second opinion, go and see someone else, you know? Um, and if you, or even send us an email, you know, and say, hey, you know, did you, does this sound legit you know because and and there's every chance that it might be and i'm not saying that um you know we're going to be uh you know poo pooing every vet out there but man when this guy said this to the um to to the teacher i just thought she's you absolute clown you know wow um and then as a flip side to that right so i had a dog come in for a vaccination yesterday um and reading back through the history the last 18 months that this dog's been coming in comes in for grooms when it was in for its injection it came in because it had a skin problem it's been gradually getting worse and worse and worse and worse in that it tried to bite 12 months ago with its vaccinations uh, it's yes. needing to be muzzled when it gets it it's getting more and more anxious every time that it yep. comes in and so I've bought it in it's the last consult of the day and I've got down to go and, and thought okay i got to take it easy with this dog I've got some liver treats giving it treats and it's just tentatively trying to take them mm. and then I've tried to go and pat the dog and it's lashed out to try and bite me and so I've just thrown my hands in the air and said this isn't going to work today, guys. I said, your dog is already showing signs that he is really, really upset. I can can put a muzzle on him. I can give him the injections, but guarantee you he is going to be worse than for the rest of his life. Yeah,
2: next time, yes. I said,
1: we need to try and do something that is the right thing for him. I've got some medications that we can put him on to try and help to relax him down so that the next time he comes in, hopefully he is not as wound up and that we can then actually get him examined. And we'll have this as being, I'm not going to charge you a consult. This is just going to be a nice day for him. No injections, yep. just treats. Um, and the, um, the female owner was all for it. The male owner... Look, look like, just look like, get it done look like you've been sucking on a lemon yeah. and I said look you don't look convinced and he's gone well I'm not convinced I said right well let's talk about it what's your issues he's gone oh well I just don't think it's necessary uh, so look awkward. your dog's dog stuck yeah. under the you know you, we're having to try and pull him out from under the chairs mm. he's, he's yawning he's panting every time I go near him he's trying to lash out at me he is showing us signs that he is anxious mm. you know I'm not saying that this is anything that you've done wrong. It's not that, you know, it is just what he is showing. Let's try and do things better for him. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see whether or not they come back for it or whether yeah. or not they go, look, Oh, we're just going to go somewhere else where someone's just going to stick a muzzle on him and just get the needles in there. to to save His life. Well, you know? I mean,
2: that's the, that's the difficulty you've got. He's often say to owners in those situations, I'll say, look, yeah, yeah. Like you said, yep, we can put a muzzle on, we can wrestle the dog down, give its injection and send it home. Yeah. But, it's going to end up that that dog's not want to want to even come in the clinic. It's going to start biting anybody that goes near it. Yeah. And we're going to end up having to sedate that dog just to give it a vaccination every year, like full out sedation. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, yes, there are medications we can give to help with their anxiety and stuff. And it's interesting. Might this will link in with a topic we got later on in the show? Is um, is I had a, a dog similar situation, big Y uh, Marana that yeah. uh yeah that came in, and it had really sore ears. Yes. And um. Sorry, not Wymer. Visla. Anyway, A Vizla. They're all the same. Yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> big dogs, big dog, with floppy ears. Yes, yeah. Um, and I should know have Three brain dog cells. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, Whoa. no, 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 no. Th-
1: three brain cells um, are just in, in, you know, multiplied by billions because yes, they're lovely dogs. Yes, they're fantastic yes, dogs.
2: Yes, yes. Three. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and uh, similar similar so thing. They had really sore ears. Yeah. And previously it had you know problems sort of examining their ears and and I went to sort of look at the ears de- and straight away the ears and straight away the dog tried to bite me. Yes. Yeah. Really nervous. Head shy. I couldn't get anything. The owner started trying to hold it. I said, look, you know, this is not going to work today. There is no way that I'm going to, one, be able to get a little swab sample from those ears. And two, I'm going to be able to look down those ears because those ears are just too sore and your dog is too head shy. And I said to him, we've got two options. One is i give you a whole lot of um, some anxiety meds to go home with. He'd already had some Trazodone to come yeah. in, but it wasn't enough. Yes. Yeah, I said, yeah. you know, we'll, you know three times the dose and we'll add in some some Gabapentin as well and come yeah. back tomorrow and we try it again and an anti-inflammatory injection um, and come back tomorrow. Or I said, we knock him out and we get a good look in the ears. And the owner was lovely. Yeah, I yeah. said, yeah, I couldn't, I can't do this. I can't see this happening. Yeah. I, you know. Let's let's sedate him. You can flush the ears, you can do everything. And we did it like that. Just beautiful to have that. And to think that dog woke up barely knowing that anything yeah. had happened to its head you know and I said you can go home and start doing some desensitisation to having the ears touched yes. at home so that yeah. next time we come in um, you can you know hopefully we'll be more amenable to being examined so yeah, yeah.
1: And, and the difficult thing is is that yeah okay it costs money you know it does but we've also got um, you know, we've got the animals well being to think about we've got our staff to yeah. be you know um, from an occupational health and safety point of view. like we've had one of our um, groomers um, she got uh, bitten at another clinic um, that she works at wow. you know dog bitter on the face and she had to go and have surgery to have Ooh. her face stitched up. Oh, wow. Um, you know, one of our vets got um, got bitten by a cat and had to go and have surgery. Yeah, well, it happens, so, doesn't you know, it? Yeah. And, and, you know, so, I mean, the thing is you wouldn't expect to see builders climbing around on a third-story uh, roof without, uh, without scaffolding up yeah, there, you yeah. know, because it's an occupational health and safety thing. You know, we need to provide a safe environment for our staff – but primarily, we need to be looking after the the well being of the animals yep. too, as well as our staff. And unfortunately, yeah, that you know we're not we don't blame the owners for it. It's not the owners have done anything wrong. Nah. But there are things that we need to do. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah.
2: And uh, that um th- that older vet that older vet mate yes. um uh doctor yes he um should we get him on for interview? I assume it was a he, doctor. Oh, it, 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 oh, it, it definitely it, it definitely was a, a he. Yeah, yes. should, should yeah, we get should we get doctor?
1: Yeah, on, a, on a, for a, a, a chat, maybe, a, a, an interview? A, absolutely, and maybe we can see whether or not his <laughs> vet vet clinic can uh, can sponsor <laughs> us, maybe.
2: So, what's he? His dress? His number? <laughs> in <laughs> Melbourne? Yeah. so is that right? The postcode's three one. <laughs> yeah. We've got that,
1: for yeah. haven't we? Isn't that Fantastic. perfect? Yeah, yeah. All righty. Getting RSI from you from your feet. There. <laughs> um, so, um, so uh, interesting. Where you were saying about the um, about busy weeks. Like we've had some crazy um, foreign bodies in at work at the moment. Yeah. too. So, um, so we had one dog um, that came in the other day that had eaten a whole lot of grass. Well, um, oh, sorry. It, so it had been it had been vomiting. It was on um, it was on a, a Saturday that it came in, and um, it wasn't
2: this sort of grass? Was it? Was just getting a little bit high on the grass. I was just saying, what's? Wasn't that sort of grass? It wasn't that sort of. Grass. No, right, no, just no, grass no, no. that's just, grown. Just, just, just not normal, the, normal the, grassy the, grass. Normal grass like the. I
1: was trying to work out. that that's what the cow would have Cows yes. right. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah go on. Um, so it was a young puppy, um, and so and so uh, has a penchant for eating socks as well. Oh, and so there okay. was a, a sock that was missing, and so we went in to um, to do surgery. And what had happened was the sock was in the stomach, but a tiny little bit of um, of elastic from around the end of the sock had come out and had travelled down it through the duodenum and was anchored to a massive wad of grass oh. that was then stuck in the small. <laughs> Intestine. No way. So it's like, oh, you've got, got to be kidding me. So so I had to go in there and remove out the water grass out from the duodenum, yep. but then go up and then remove the um, the sock out of the actual stomach. And so this is all doing surgery on a Sunday. So going in there, trying to clean it all out and got it all done.
2: Did Stop. you did we using anything like a... To clean it out at all, a, a lawnmower. Yes, um, I to did, clean out the yes. grass. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, Actually,
1: that's that's the sound of the suction when I was trying to suck it all out. <laughs> yeah, trying to suck all the grass out. Um, so then, so then we had that one. We go okay, right. Well, so that's a that's a, a long, long lawnmower. Just wait
2: for him to stop. There we go. There we right go, again,
1: mate. Fantastic. Um, so. So, so that was one. Then we had another one. So with this dog that had had a, um, a surgery at the emergency centre because it had a, a foreign body, but what had happened was they had to remove a section of bowel. Yes. So they had to do an end-to-end anastomosis.
2: Yep, join it back together. Join put back humphrey, together. put humphrey, Humpty back together again. Put Humpty Not back. Not
1: Humphrey. I was going to say Humphrey. You're back, yeah. I mean, humphrey, humphrey might need to get put back together again. I mean, he's never worn pants, Humphrey <laughs> B. Bear. Yeah. You know, just just have you know, any anyone that's not from Australia that didn't grow up in the eighties, just Google Humphrey B Bear. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah, there's Humphrey B Bear and Fat Cat.
2: Doesn't talk. No. Humphrey no, no. Bear doesn't talk, doesn't wear pants. No, just a waistcoat.
1: Used to clap a lot. Yes. You
2: know? Yes. Very and good so, at miming. Yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um so there was uh, so this dog then came in um, and so it had had surgery once before and it, this dog was looking really crook, like vomiting all the time, big distended it, uh, intestines. And I said to um, to Alana, our new vet, I said, we, we've got to get in and have a look inside of this dog. Like I, I think that I think it's got another foreign body. Yeah, right. So we've got in there and what had happened, because it had been eating grass, what had happened, where the two ends had been stitched together, um, there was a blockage right there at that oh. spot. So all the... <laughs> nice <laughs> but it was it was a wad of it was a wad of grass and also this sort of soily concretey stuff oh. so it's like that story we were talking about a couple of yeah. weeks ago with the dog that ate all the concrete hard Harden up, yeah. Harden up yeah. yeah so so it had got blocked um, up at the end there so we had to go in there and try and clear out all of this stuff and crap out of there it's this big two year old so, like doberman. so a big dog yeah. um, got in there stitched it up um, we had to try and um, do a little patch over there to try and help to seal it up and I mean, the dogs, dogs doing great. Fantastic, so, mate.
2: Well that, but done. But then my third one, oh, the third wow. one I wanted to tell you oh. was um
1: one of. Have you got like a big a big intake?
2: <gasps> sort of. uh, are you on a surprise one? Another surprise? Oh, why not? Yeah, have you got another
1: surprise <gasps> one. There we go. Yep, yeah, another yep. one. Um, I thought, thought you might just be having an a uh, 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 asthma attack over there, mate. You just need to need a Ventolin pump. Um, let me let me show you. This. So this was one of our um uh, one of my really good clients. Uh, I mean they're all really good clients, but um, oh,
2: yeah. really good yeah, clients. Nice. Yep.
1: Um. So what happened was um this big guy he's He's one of the ones that, you know, when we're talking about um, insurance, about how insurance works really well for some people, this dog's got arthritis in every single joint we've got a name for. Um, He's had so many other problems and issues that if it wasn't for insurance, this dog would have been put to sleep a long time ago. Wow. He's been showing some weird signs of where he's been vomiting and being a little bit off and just seeming a little bit funny. And so we've been, you know, treating, because he's on lots of different pain meds, we've been trying to slowly take him off each of the individual pain meds to see if it's one of those. And then one day, they've walked outside and gone... Actually, the owners rung me up and said, I think we worked out what the uh, what the thing was that was causing him to be vomiting. Yeah. Have a look at this. This is the email they sent me. Oh. That is, that is a grass ball that is about... <gasps> There wow. you go, another big... So, yeah. So they said that it was about eight centimetres long.
2: What's that? Is that a tricho Is that what I, we call I, it?
1: I, I think I, I would call it a tricho bezoir. Bezoir. Yeah, yeah. bezoir. bezoir. right. Yeah. There you go. It's French, uh, uh, obviously. No, 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 sorry. Phyto-bezoir. Phyto-bezoir. Phyto bezoir. Phyto because it's plant. Trico is hair. Hair. Ah, Yeah. Thank yeah. Tri- you. Trico is Phyto. hair. Phyto, yeah. Um, with it. And, um, and for any Harry Potter fans out there, it was a bezoir that's the thing that's used to treat uh one of the poisons that's in... um. Uh, in uh, the, right. the, set,
2: the ooh, ooh, second I'm one, I'm sure we've got a lot of Harry Potter listeners, Harry Potter mate. But out, let's, out, let's, it, let's move. Screaming yeah, going, it's that's the, right. That's screaming. The yeah, they'll be out there going, yeah. yelling it out, yeah. yelling at us. It was, it was
1: one of the ones from. Um, it might have been in Half Blood, Half Blood Prince. Right.
2: Yeah. All mate. right. Anyway, we'll, so we'll get you speaker. onto that later. Okay, That's all. so what we're, we're, we're to Move along. Um, oh, just a quick shout out. We've got this week in, uh, actually next week in Port Melbourne. We've yes. Got a Halloween party. Yeah, Howl-o-ween. Halloween, Halloween, oh, Halloween right. party. And you got, you're going to have to have a, a it, it, sound effect. Yeah, yeah one, I do. But yeah, it's going to take me a while to find that one. <laughs> I think so. So do you uh, have that one queued up. No, no, it should have, shouldn't I? But the Halloween party yeah. is is held every year in in uh, in, in Port Melbourne. Yeah. The Halloween party. Jesus, the people are
1: no noise. Yeah, yeah, a couple different noises. Yeah, there's a little bird there's in the background. A, oh, there was a bird or a bat. dog. That Maybe was. it's a bat. Sounds like a seagull, I yeah. reckon. Oh, cool. Se- seagull. seagull, seagull, choking on chips. Yeah, a chip. well, it's
2: a Port Halloween and Seagull party. Nice. So this, is, so to everyone who's in anywhere near Port Melbourne on Sunday, the twenty seventh of October, yeah, you can get down to the Port's Halloween Poor Parade and kids. Trick or treating! Now I was there last year, and I'll be there this year. Right, fantastic. No, I won't be. Uh, I won't be uh, as a uh, two vets talk pets. I won't be emceeing or anything exciting uh, like that. No, that's a shame. No, I think they've got one of the radio stations. Have oh, they? <laughs> something, something a little bit, uh, a little bit higher up. than, than Still walk
1: us. around in the t shirt, mate. Go around there with a the microphone, sticking uh, in oh,
2: their face like, Hey, is there any chance of uh, you know, doing an interview? Uh, I'll be there. So last year, over three hundred and fifty plus pooches and their owners descend- descended in costume on Rouse Street, Port Melbourne, for Port's Halloween, embarking on the biggest. Doggy trick or treat ever seen. So join them again this year. Starts at nine o'clock with dog registration and check-in, and uh, and moves on to a ten a.m. the doggy parade. Why? So get your dog kitted up in their uh, in their best Halloween Halloween outfits. outfits. Yep. And um and there's competitions. There's that seagull again. Yeah. There's there's a haunted jumping castle and there's a children's trick or treat. Nice So come on down um, you, you can register your dog I think there's a little entrance fee Which goes towards charity Towards oh, that's good The Guide Dogs of Victoria Yes um, If you want to enter the competition um, But come on down Come and say good day. I'll be on the Port Melbourne Vet stand At some stage During oh, the day Oh that's
1: why you're not Two vets talk petsing it Because nah. you're sitting there you're, you're the people That actually pay your
2: wage I, I can't Yeah I can't really do Any sort of Any sort of cross promotion mate Because I don't think That's really allowed <laughs> cross-pollination promotion oh right Do you, see the, you see the the, the link there oh. I, I saw it a little the, bit the, the cross-promotion <laughs> alrighty so uh, get down 27th of October in, in Port Melbourne nice one um, at 9am for the Halloween mate Halloween party yeah right okay that's right All right, mate, let's move on to disclaimer, I reckon.
1: Disclaimer, okay. So uh, all advice on this show is generally nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information because veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing. Please let us know if we missed anything or if you need any clarification.
2: All right, mate. Now, do you want to go on to move on to your labradoodle or we? Yeah, your your Frankenstein? I I think that fits in well with what I've just been... Talking about pretty close, yeah. Yeah. Halloween, Um, so this is a
1: story that um that appeared in the age on um on the 29th of uh 29th of September, so it's getting a little while uh on now, but it's um about uh it's about labradoodles, and so what it is, it's the labradoodle creator I made
2: a monster, so yes, it fits
1: in well with the Halloween uh Halloween thing here, so
2: the labradoodle, the Labrador Cross. Poodle. Cross Poodle, that's right, right. yes. Yeah,
1: so uh, so this is from uh, Hannah Knowles. They're cute and curly-haired. They don't shed much and they come in multiple colours. Aficionados see a lot of love in the Labradoodle, the Labrador-Poodle mix that ranks among the world's most popular designer dogs. But not Wally Conron. Um, it's a great name of someone that's uh, you know, that's got something to do with uh, breeding. Yo, know, Conron, you know. <laughs> it's better oh, than con-, con Man, I guess, oh, but, really? You know, Wally, think, Wally you think, Conron.
2: You think he's a bit
0: like... Uh, well, allegedly
2: world? it goes on, you
1: know, right. so, um, the, uh, so Wally Conron's the Australian man who introduced Labradoodles to the world in 1989 says the breed in his, is his life. Um, is his life's regret the spark for a proliferation of poodle hybrids that he claims has run amok with the with irresponsible breeding causing health problems. I Whoa. opened a Pandora's box and released a Frankenstein's monster. He's really mixing his metaphors as far as... For, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big metaphor mixer from way back, but, you know, Pandora's box and... You know, well, at least he didn't say open
2: Frankenstein's box. I don't think that would work so well he, opening Frankenstein
1: <laughs> Pandora's box yeah. yeah, that really make you yeah.
2: get a bit of <laughs> happening I think
1: um, now the comments have drawn confusion and indignant disagreement from Labradoodle lovers everywhere but also recognition of dangers in reckless pursuit of adorable new canine combinations Conron has been distancing himself from the Labradoodle for years a psychology today post from 2014 cites an interview with Conron in which he decries backyard breeders that have jumped on the bandwagon, he started. The breeder, says he, oh, geez, yeah, wow. yeah. the breeder says he coined Labradoodle in the 1980s while searching for the perfect guide dog for a woman who wrote to him from Hawaii saying she needed an animal that did not shed given her husband's allergies. Right. A breeding manager for Royal Guide Dogs Association of Australia, Conron, initially thought of giving her a poodle because of the breed's minimal shedding. But more than 30 poodle tryouts later it's a lot of 30? 30 that's an awful lot of poodles that uh, missed the cut went
2: to the went to the uh, the pound <laughs>
1: yeah that's right yeah 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 we'll send that one back to yeah, the home then. yeah
2: you. Yeah. okay yeah. it's got to go back that one
1: yeah I wonder I wonder what sort of test they were trying how many times this poor blind woman from Hawaii <laughs> kept getting hit by a car because the poodles kept walking straight across the road wow um, so Conron simply decided the dog simply was not cut out to assist a blind person it took him three years to concoct a solution a hybrid that can grind the Labrador's knack for do- guide dog skills with the poodle's convenient curls. Now, how does it take three years to put, chuck a Labrador over a poodle?
2: Oh, I don't know. That's, that's, a, that's a good a bit, point. You know, yeah. may, may,
1: maybe there, there might have then been a slew of other Labradoodle you know, Th- that litters failed. That, that failed that as failed, well.
2: That failed, that caused a little achoo, Oh,
1: achoo. 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 oh achoo. out
2: we go. Beryl, no good.
1: Beryl's allergic to My, that one. More Labra than Doodle. Yeah. You know? Um, One of the pups, named Sultan, was set to go to Hawaii, but the other two languished unwanted until he got the idea to rebrand them. From a crossbreed to a new kind of non-allergenic dog with the quirky name Labradoodle, the ploy worked. Calls poured in asking after a Wonder Dog, Conron said. Geez, he's blowing a little bit of smoke up his bum there. Yeah, Wonder Wonder Dog. dog. Hello to all our Labradoodle daddies and mummies (laughs) out there. The hype over hybrids has set off some squabbling in the dog world, as pure breed breeders, pure breed breeders, accuse their designer dog counterparts of simply chasing profits. <gasps> oh, imagine what? that! Imagine, imagine uh, crossbreed breeders chasing profits over what purebred dog breeders are trying to do. Yeah. Anyway, you know the pot said oh, to the kettle. Come on! There you, you go. Be That's right. Me.
2: And welcome to all our doodle breeders out there. <laughs> <laughs> the doodle daddies. Yeah, we love you all. Yeah,
1: um, Conron says he grew wary that unscrupulous people were breeding labradoodles, schnoodles, and more without taking proper precautions to avoid unhealthy pups. Those concerns are valid, breeder Cheryl Quintetorano says, pointing to the perils of double merls, dogs bred from two parents with marbled coats that have a high risk of hearing problems. But that's not a labradoodle-specific problem. Uh that lady said, it's a hard name to pronounce, sorry. Uh, Tarantino. Tarantino, yeah. yeah. She said, breeders have been baffled by Conron's comments. They're an awesome breed, she said. I will say that until the cows come home. Uh, hey, nice one, Yeah, that one's sitting getting right getting there. That better. Was seamless. Getting better. Um, So there you go. Wow. La- Labradoodle Frankenstein, What The Frankenstein. What are, you, what, what are your thoughts on the Labradoodle Frankenstein? Uh, look, uh, or the other doodle Oh uh,
2: Well, the other day I had a, had a, a Bishoodle. A bishoodle. Uh, do you know what a bishoodle? I've never is, heard is, of is, bishoodle.
1: Is, is, that, is that a labradoodle with a... with A uh,
2: bishon freeze cross poodle. Yeah, right. They're all coming everywhere, mate. And yeah. a, uh, a shih tzu cross with a poodle. Yeah. Yeah, shitty poo. Shitty poo, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, You've yeah.
1: Seen, you co- you know? seen a couple Se- of seen shitty poos yeah. come in.
2: Yeah, so a poo <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know, mate. Yeah, look, it was really popular. I reckon that was in the 80s, though, wasn't it, when it first well, came well, out?
1: Well, that's, that's when the labradoodles went absolutely yeah. crazy, crazy. Yeah. But... They're fine. They're just a, they're just a breed. Yeah, yeah oh, it's okay, exactly. You know, it's um, not
2: not really a Frankenstein monster dog. I n- no, mean, I, th-
1: I think this guy's just. Yeah, there okay. are
2: other breeds I would label as Frankenstein. awesome oh, oh, like, oh, like like a I, and a. I think they're more Frankenstein. Oh, like, do percent. Yeah, hundred yes, yes. percent.
1: and 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 the, and the and the vet doctor. Yeah, he he actually thinks those Frankenstein breeds are perfect. It's right. He's
2: a specialist it, in in the and the. Breeds? Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Wow, mate. There um, you so, go. So there
1: you go. So Labradoodle, Frankensoils, I think that's a bit, you know, it's a bit harsh. I think the Labradoodles are okay. I mean, they get their slew of problems, you know, but yeah, so, do, so do all dogs. They you know? do get their problems. I it's, mean, it's, it's ironic with Labradoodles or any of the oodles because even though they're good for people with allergies, the dogs <laughs> tend to get allergies themselves. <laughs> Very prone to
2: skin problems yeah, themselves. Yeah. Allergies themselves is spot on. Exactly. Yeah. And also eye problems too. I think you get a bit of eye problems. The, the eye specialists don't like the oodle in them. The the uh, They get eye problems like PRA and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, as okay, well as, right. as a potential thing with anything with oodle in it. I think so. Yeah, right. but yeah, I wouldn't have said they're the worst that we've got. Of kicking there. around, no, no, not at all. Definitely. Now we forgot to mention. Big thank you to Zilkeen, of course. Yes, as supporter and uh, Sonatix which will link in well with uh, our chat on on ear stuff that ear you're going to talk about yes, soon. Absolutely. So thank you very much. Uh, Sonotix is the new ear cleaner they've got out. Um, and uh, a big thank you to Zilkeen, uh, a great product for those dogs that perhaps um, perhaps uh, don't enjoy the visit to the vet. Yes. Really good product. You can give them a few days beforehand, get them loaded up, load them up on the Zilkeen. It's, it's uh, natural with uh, no side effects. Um, and, and really great for those mild anxieties as well And also big thank you to our Patreon supporters yes. And also to our newest Patreon supporter Joe Alexander Thank you very much Joe for coming on board Welcome Joe Thanks for your support We really appreciate That's it That's right And your voucher for um, the um, As promised the hot air balloon uh, At sunset with Robbie over Melbourne that, that voucher's in the mail for you Yeah. The unfortunate thing discuss-
1: is that the hot air balloon Is just you blowing air into a balloon And holding it over our heads so. though <laughs> You know, that, That's it. You well, know. that's sweet. She might be yeah. interested
2: in that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not not going to put not going to put any sort of sort of weird hot hot air in there as I search for a sound effect I that I can't find. I'm probably can't can't it, find argh, it. No, damn. Come on, you meant to uh, no, meant, meant to, to, pat to pat puff, it puff it out for me. Oh, there we go. P- p- oh, there you there go. go. Oh, you, you there's just, the hot air you're you putting in there. there, there you yeah. thank
1: you very much, Joe Alexander. I'm sure you're now looking and going, "Oh my goodness, what have I given my <laughs> money to for yes, this?" I'll just unsubscribe from yeah. Patreon <laughs> now after
2: that <laughs> pathetic introduction. Ah. No, we really do appreciate you, and you will. There's a sticker in the mail on the hey, way for you. Good Thank stuff. you very much for your support. We really do appreciate it.
1: And if you'd like to join us uh, on Patreon, then get yourself a sticker and uh, and help to keep the lights on. Then go to Patreon.com. Search uh, for two. Vets Talk Pets and uh, sign up you know yeah, we, it's, uh, it's pretty simple and we uh, really appreciate it
2: we do appreciate all of you guys alrighty yeah. now we move on to. did you say the disclaimer oh I did say the yeah, disclaimer right. don't do it again no no, no. Do you want to, don't mean to do it again nah no, no, do, you, do you want to do your, yeah. uh, your story nah Yours. No. Let's go to yours. Yeah, Ear go infections. to my one. Yeah, straight in. Yeah. I'm going to go to your infections. Well, well, uh, well, literally, haven't we got a bit of mailbag today? Oh, we do have mailbag. Yeah, back, so, so make yes, time so, for so it. So better make time yeah, for that. Yep. No, fair enough. So,
1: um, so as tying in with the uh, with the allergy conversation, where you were alluding to with your um, H- Hungarian Weimarana Visla before, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, uh, Thank you. Yeah. Yes. No, no problems. My um,
2: breed, my breed identifications is fantastic <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: yeah, I've always been pretty ordinary. that Christina is was was absolutely bang on all the time, but. It, I was always pretty good. Deb was really good, especially yeah.
2: when I was at, at uni, trying to learn breeds. We walk down the street, she goes, what breeds? That one tests me all the time. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good and got me good at it. But obviously not good enough to tell the difference between a Wymerana and a Vizsla. Uh, a a, Wy- a Wymer Visla. Yeah, but I could tell that they're all, all dogs. All dogs. That's dogs, the most yes. important yes. Yeah, thing. Yeah, that's right. And most they, were, and they were not That's cats. right. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or... Wait for it cock a doodle Oh no yes. Here for the horse yes. one oh, oh, Yes I know oh, Anyway um, So I thought we'd talk about ear infections Because now we're in springtime Here in uh, in Australia We are getting a massive influx Of dogs oh, coming yeah. in with allergy problems yeah. To a lesser extent Cats We're still seeing a bit of um, Flare up with kitty cats as well And cats certainly can get ear infections too um, I find that cats are a little more subtle You know Like they um, Cats will often scratch And they'll get the signs around the Like the dermatitis in front of the ear Yes. yes. Not yep. necessarily the mucky crap down in their ears like what dogs will get. Yeah. So um, so ear infections, basically what happens is that you've got, um, most commonly it's an allergy that sets it up. So what happens is that you've got uh, an allergy to something, be it uh, that's in the environment, grasses, pollens, dust. It could also be food allergies or contact allergies that start to cause inflammation of the skin. The inflammation of the skin, so then you can get... Itchy skin on your tummy, itchy skin on your feet, elsewhere around the body. But then in the ears, your ears start to get red. You produce more wax. As you're producing more wax, it then produces a better environment for the yeast and the bacteria that live in the ear anyway to overgrow. And then you end up getting more wax, more yeast, more bacteria, more problems. And then you reach a dog or a cat that's got stinky, stinky ears, often quite painful. And then they'll often show signs like...
2: Uh, Shaking their head Shaking their head, yeah Uh, Scratching with the paws Yes Uh, And sometimes uh, uh, Sort of uh, Odd signs Yeah have had dogs that had Ear problems that They didn't want to go for a walk Yes You know or, Or maybe yelping When they touched around the head Yep or just, just not, not right, just and, uh, not quite sure what's wrong. And
1: sometimes going off their food, like not wanting to eat yep. um, eat eat hard food anymore, like if they're really, really sore. We had a dog in a couple of weeks ago that had an absolutely raging bacterial infection in both of its ears, and this dog was so sore it couldn't open its mouth. And so we were suspecting, right, well, okay, it's got sore ears, but we have to make sure that there isn't something yes. that's stuck inside of this dog's mouth as yes. well, like it doesn't have a bone stuck yes. in there. So we had to anaesthetise it, look in its mouth, then we went in and flushed its ears out. Wow. So so the signs can be really, really severe oh, because they're so
2: sore. Similarly, I once had a client who they just brought the baby home. Yeah, and uh, and obviously they had a copy of my book. Oh, did they? And what's yeah. the book called? So the book "Tell Your Dog You're Pregnant: Essential yeah. Guide for Dog Owners Who Are Expecting a Baby" it comes with a CD as well. Um, if you I'm, want, I'm, I'm buy one. i just surprised you don't
1: have a plug sound there. You know, <laughs> uh, well, well, this is good enough, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. pretty close. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: So, uh, but yeah, and I, I went and did a house. Uh, I'm not sure. I think I did a house call for them because they were worried the. That since the baby come home, the dog hadn't wanted to interact with them, hadn't wanted to go for a walk with a pram. It was yeah. Yes. And they thought, they thought, oh, it's because of the baby, you know. Yeah. It's really, it's gone into its shell. Really worried about all the changes. What's going on? We need Dr. Lewis Addy, the author of what's the book
1: called? Oh, uh, yeah, how to tell your dog you're pregnant: an essential guide to yes. Lewis making money.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. but and so and um. And went round And as with all behaviour stuff yeah. Often we always examine medically as well yes. So I had a look at the dog And sure enough I actually had an ear infection Yeah right and I said look I think I don't think there's anything really wrong with the dog because everything seemed fine. So sort of leading up, even you know, it didn't seem to really coincide when the baby first arrived yeah. home, and we took it back step. We treated the ear infection. Bang, dog dog was up walking, happy with the happy with the baby, walking nice. walking with the pram. So really, really weird one Good there. Job. So there you yeah. go, mate. So that's an example, another weird sign.
1: Yeah. Um, and so sometimes it can be things other than allergies that can cause ear infections too. So foreign bodies are a big one. Yeah. You know, as we start to get into springtime, grass seeds down ears are a, a pretty yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a, um, a mate from baseball who brought his dog in that um, had a, a slew of issues. And one of them was that um, he had a bit of a sore ear and looked down there and pulled out a nice big uh, foxtail grass seed out of the dog's ear. It was oh. a massive, big, uh, massive big seed that was in there. So, Wow, that would have
2: been a home run.
0: Wouldn't well, it,
1: mate? Yeah, uh, I, getting that out. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard that noise for a long time of me playing baseball, <laughs> mate. So I'm glad you play it there because I can close my eyes and pitch it back to the good old days. <laughs> you know? uh, so, yeah. uh, Well,
2: I think the important thing, just take the back a step. We're talking about yeah. sort of skin allergies and and, and uh, skin issues that we see. Yeah. Really important thing with the ear for, for owners to realise is the ear is actually made of skin Bined inside by skin. Yeah. the ear canal. is actually uh, skin folded in yeah. right down in the ear canal. So even when, So if your dog's showing skin signs... Well, the ear is potentially part of, you know, it's part skin. So Absolutely. actually all, sort of all the way down to the eardrum. So really, really important that, that, that that's that's a really important thing to think about, I think, too.
1: Yeah. So um, uh, also sometimes dogs, if they do, like if they get you know, really badly waterlogged ears all the time, then that can sometimes yep. sort of set you up for an infection too. So uh, so dogs showing your signs, shaking their head, scratching their head. Um, scratching. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scratching.
2: Yep. Good job, DJ. Yeah, no, yeah I'm yeah, on, yeah. On, yeah, it, on it, mate. I'm that, that, on it. That,
1: that's going to stuff up your uh, your Gary Glitter CD right there, you know. <laughs> oh, your d- oh, uh, uh, Whoa! Your we'll have CD. to peep that out. No, Gar- okay, Gary. Gar- he's not PC anymore, is no, he? No, he's not. No, no, no. no. Um, uh, m- mum used to have Gary Glitter um, LPs, and I went and scratched them all back in the 90s. Did you? Well, because I you knew had that something was going on. Ga-
2: Gary Glitter CDs? Oh, but, uh, no, I, I went LPs. and scratched them all off. It was
1: great. I think she might have even had a Michael Jackson one that I scratched up too. So really? Geez, yeah, you're yeah. going yeah. so hardcore there, mate. Yeah, what
2: about yeah. Boz Skaggs? You left him alone?
1: Uh, should I scratch scratched him? No. No, no. He's okay. No, I didn't scratch his ones. Yeah, good. No, no. You <laughs> left those. <laughs> so um, so uh, you bring your dog into the vet and we will try and have a look, obviously a full examination of your dog, looking at all parts of the skin. We're going to look at their toes. We're going to look at their tummies. We're going to look at their, um, their skin around their faces and eyes, up under their tails, possibly checking their anal glands too because anal glands or perianal inflammation could be a part of allergies too. And then we get in and have a look at the ears. And we'll often leave the ears until the end because if the dogs are sore the last thing you want to do is you go is go straight for the sore spot so i always say to owners yeah look i'm going to go and look in the ears and even if the dog's concentrating on one ear i'm going to go to the non-painful ear first because i'm going to look at them both anyway so i might as well go for the non-painful one rather than go for the painful one and then it's not going to let me look at the other one anyway so what we do, we use our little otoscope cone so that we actually get down, try and get down into the dog's ear canals and the cat's ear canals. Tricky thing is, is that the ear canals do a 90 degree turn. Yep. So we do have to go down and we have to bend around 90 degrees. So if you've got a dog with a painful ear, it can be really difficult to examine those ears properly because they are so inflamed and sore.
2: Yeah, so, if, if they're really painful and inflamed, I just won't do it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, just, I just don't even bother trying to look down with a scope. Yeah, yeah. I'll try uh, a couple of things. One, maybe an anti-inflammatory Injection and, yes. and and then tell them to come back tomorrow. Yes, yep, yep. Or maybe sedate them, or maybe even maybe talk about the the risks and benefits of actually going with some treatment without. after a swab without actually looking down the count. Which I know there's a big sort of there's a lot of people out there who'd it'd be big gasps and that sort of thing. Yes. If I can find a gasp, <gasps> yeah, I'm there you go. To, I can I can do it for you. That's perfect. <gasps> don't yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Better than me trying to find it. But I just feel that if I, you know, getting that scope down there and, and cause pain to that dog, mm. we really set it back. You yeah. know, it'll go home, the owners may have trouble medicating it. Next time it comes in, it's gonna be head shy. Yeah. So yeah. I really will weigh up the the benefits versus the the risks of actually really harming the dog. Yeah. From a behaviourist perspective, that's my that's what I do. I'd yeah. much rather start some treatment um and uh, obviously do a swab get a diagnosis have a look you talk about that in a yeah. minute i imagine but but rather than trying to poke that painful scope down there just for the sake of looking at a whole lot of wax at the end of my scope yes yeah, and yeah. not seeing anything different to to not looking down there just yeah, going yeah. yeah it's inflamed down there yeah. and there's a, there's there's a whole, whole lot of crud of yeah. and that's all i'm seeing. you know yeah, yeah. yes enough. if i think is is a fair you know it's one side and more more chance of being a grass awn or something like that grass seed yeah, definitely. But yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a bit err on the caution of using that scope.
1: Yeah, good one. Um, so so once we've um then as you say we get the swab, we have a look under the microscope. And that's something that is really easy
2: to do, yep. but
1: really important because you want to try and see what the organisms are that are down there. Yeah,
2: even even old vet Doctor <coughs> from the uh <coughs> clinic, he, he could do that too, well, right? I
1: heard an- I heard of another dodgy old vet, a doctor <coughs> who worked at the Vet clinic out in. Oh, sorry. Yeah it's, uh, yeah, it's seamless, mate. Um, apparently, I, I um had a client that came up to see me that went and saw him who said, "Oh, yeah, he wouldn't actually look at it under the microscope. He just." tap the uh, the thing on his ear and then say whether it was yeasts or not. No, I had a sniff
2: of it. Had, uh, no, a
1: taste. Oh, he had taste. A taste.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. oh. oh. where's my uh. vomit? No, no, no. Don't put no, the vomit one on there. Oh. No, no, no.
1: You'll ASMR no. someone and they'll end up vomiting in there. Well, car. I worked with
2: a vet who used to smell the ears, and that's all yeah. he do. And from there he go, yep, that's yeast oh and, and everything was yeast right? everything was because it stinks yes yeah yeah
1: yes, yes. it smells like infections it <laughs> yeah, must be yeast. Yeah. yeah. um so so yeah we have a swab we look at it under the microscope yep. and see are we dealing with yeast or is it bacteria what type of bacteria and from there we make a judgment call as to what our treatment is going to be and as you say yeah you know, the big thing is going to be right well are we just going to institute treatment straight away are we going to talk about right well hang on you know, there's a lot of discharge in this ear. Do you want us to go in there and try and flush this all out? Because, some, you know, if you're just going to put drops down the ear, those drops are not only going to have to try and treat the infection, it's going to have to clear out all that goo first. Yeah. So if you can get, the, get in there and clear and flush those ears out at the time – then your your treatment is only then trying to clear up the infection that's left over on the canal. Obviously, though, that's going to cost more money because yeah. we're going to have to anesthetize or sedate your animal. And in you need a it.
2: bottle of uh, special ear cleaner, wouldn't you, mate? Uh, well, uh, there's some,
1: certainly there are some ear cleaners that are out there, Lewis. S- that s- you can some use are better to try than others, like
2: like Sonatix, for instance. So, we oh, could absolutely, use. yeah. It's cash for comments, that, that's, isn't it? That's, right that's there. Certainly,
1: uh, certainly not. Well, if if you were looking for an ear cleaner, that is an ear cleaner that you can use. Yes, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so... What we do then, once we start on treatment, and this is what I was saying to someone today, the absolute most important thing is go back in for your revisit to see if the infection is cleared up. Yes. Because whenever you put any eardrop that's got cortisone into a dog or cat's ear that's got an ear infection, they're going to stop shaking their head and they're going to seem better because the cortisone helps to take the pain away. But if that infection is still there, it's going to come back. Yes. So we need to see them back again because if there's still discharge there and still infection there, we need to do something different
2: Yeah, exactly I'm a big fan of uh, The dogs that seem to have Recurrent ear infections Yep Using, I don't know about yourself But I use a lot of the Elecon lotion Oh, okay is, Or no, no, Novosone's the other one as yeah, well Yeah, right Yeah, yeah so it's it's Mometozone Yeah uh, I don't know it is, is it Mometozone? E- Elecon's Mometo right, right Yeah, yeah And um, I'm a big fan of using that And so these the, the ear guys Danny from Sydney yeah. is a big fan of using that And w- once you've cleared that infection Just having a once a week Squirt yeah, in both yeah. ears, and that actually is for a lot of dogs means they're not coming back every two or three months yeah, yeah. for that continual infection. Where you're like, oh wow, it's really overwhelming now. Yes, We've yeah. got to do all this treatment sort of thing. It actually keeps a lot of them at bay, so they're not coming back in. That's interesting. So it's really changed my modality for treatment. Really yeah. massive difference. Uh,
1: in the last sort of two years, I've been doing a thing where I've been putting in um, a, a injectable steroid into yeah. an ear wash. Epiotic, yeah, um, and, and so, yeah, and and, so, <laughs> uh, and 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 so I've been I've been finding that that's been working really well as well so i think there's a really big thing there of um you know if you're getting the recurrent problems of talking to your vet about right well what's a long-term strategy that we can use and if that's not working then that's when i say to people let's take a step back and do something about the Mm. underlying allergy yeah yeah, exactly
2: and i mean possibly there's food allergy as well as another thing to consider too maybe with the ears too so fantastic mate well look if you if anyone out there's got any sort of questions uh related to to ear infections um, in your dog or you you're uh, you're going to see doctor you're not you not
1: happy seeing Doctor
2: <laughs> Oh jeez oh, And you know, nearly nearly said the name yeah. then, mate <laughs> And if you're not yeah you know but but you, you want to have a chat or you got an email about something weird that's going on with your dog's ears yeah um then uh, maybe you've got an oral hematoma we could talk yes. about that another one big uh, big blood blister in the in the uh, yeah. the ear lobe or, or the ear pinny. um send us an email absolutely you can get a- also at two vet's at gmail.com Yes, and uh, or you can get us on Instagram or or
1: Facebook or Facebook now. Um, and and so yeah, generally if anyone's got any uh, any sort of comment, I mean we love having questions and things like that. And so sometimes we just love going out to the uh, to the mailbag. We love sending out messages to people and saying, hey, you know what? If someone's got a question, then why not why not send us an email? But you know, sometimes Lewis, sometimes we need a little bit more, um, a bit more of a personal touch. Yes, you know, we need a little bit more of a, uh, a a, you know, we like to reach out and we like to. Touch the people and we like to put out a call and say would you like to do a live call in exactly so so would you be interested how about if we just go has anyone got a question has anyone does anyone want to call in live into the podcast now exactly is
2: there anybody out there?
1: Is there anybody out Is there? Is there anybody
2: listening at all? Do we have to keep padding for I longer? I think we have
1: to keep padding for a little bit longer. Yeah.
2: If I had some sound effects of padding, maybe... Uh... It's probably
1: right in the middle of dinner time. <laughs> but, you know, but does anyone want to call now? Yeah,
2: we could take a caller now if they wanted to ring in. Does anyone want to call now? Oh my goodness, it worked. That's, that's amazing. What, what? That's a fantastic. We've, we've got a caller, mate. We, we should pick up. Yeah, hold on. We'll answer that. Would you retake take that now? Yeah, let's do it.
1: Hello, welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets Podcast. You're live on the air with Dr. Robbie and Dr. Lewis. Who is this? It's Camille Andrew. Hey!
2: Hey guys, thanks for calling in. How are you going?
1: Good. What are you guys calling in for?
2: We've got some
1: questions.
2: Fantastic. That sounds great. Alright, who's got who's got the first question? Me. Okay, go ahead.
1: So, we were watching these, so we were listening to this kid's podcast and they told us some facts about cats. And we're going to ask you if they're true.
2: Fantastic. I love it.
1: So, the first one is do cats meow? Do cats just meow to humans or do they also meow to other cats? And also.
2: Oh, it's a double plugger question. Double question.
1: Yes. that
0: and also on the same show i heard that dogs can't get along with cats
2: Oh wow! Good questions there. I love them.
1: That's some hard-hitting questions. Do you guys think you'll be able to wait until tomorrow to um to to hear the answers to that, or do you want to stay on the line while we give you the answers? Well, they
2: they might have some follow-up questions. So, oh, that's a good As long as it's
1: not bedtime. Yeah, it's not bedtime. So, so are you guys happy to listen while Lewis and I answer your questions?
2: Yes, yes, please. Fantastic. Okay, well, so well, Camille's one. I think we'll he, with Camille's one first. Do cats meow just to to their owners or to humans? Yes, and that is definitely true. Really? Yes, that is definitely true. Wow. Yes, you didn't know that?
1: No, well, we we were trying to work it out because. Yes. So, so Parker, our tabby cat, he always looks at it and gives us a really good. Can, can you kids give us a really good par- impression of Parker and how he meows?
0: That's right.
2: I'm getting yeah. the I'm getting the picture there, definitely. Yeah. Or, or is it a bit like this? You probably can't hear that actually. So no, 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 that I go. think it
1: might have been like that about twelve years ago. But <laughs> but at the moment, it's just this really. Yeah. Yeah,
2: so that is true. That meow that the the cats do, it is exclusively towards humans. They don't meow towards each other. Wow. They do make noises towards each other. Obviously, when they're fighting, they'll yeah. make hissing and growling and those sorts of noises. Yeah. But the the it is known that that meowing is is towards owners and it's for our, to get our attention essentially. Right. And it's exclusively for us.
1: How's wow. That?
2: How's that, kids? Cool. That is cool, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: And so then, your question, Ruben, of uh, whether or not uh, is it uh, can cats and dogs get along? Um, I think dogs and cats can get along.
2: Well, have, isn't there an example in your house, mate? How are they going?
1: Uh well, so uh, generally pretty
2: good, but how, it's how the, how do your how does your family get along there, Ruben? How does good. Ro- does Rosie get along well with Parker? Yeah. And Mally.
1: Definitely, y- yeah. Mally.
2: Especially Melly. Well,
1: when they're hungry, they sort of like chase each other around and fight a little bit. <laughs> oh,
2: dude, <laughs> I do I love it. Fantastic. So there's an example of where they do get along.
1: Yeah, and if you guys, we've we've seen pictures of where dogs and cats cuddle up next to each other, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. I saw someone, um, someone yesterday with a um, a big old Labrador who's um, she's about fourteen years old, and they got a couple of uh, new kittens recently, and um, and the kittens curl up inside of the the Labrador's legs and have a little sleep. So, oh, so shit. that's a pretty good sign of uh, dogs and cats getting together. So,
2: so I think the second one is myth busted. Yes. But the first one. Myth proven. Well, I think... And and the, the interesting with the second one that yeah. Ruben's brought up, and you brought up there, it's really important they get along better if one of the, the cat or the dog is a lot younger, like a little kitten or a right. puppy. So very, very young age, we've met other dogs or other cats at, up to about... Well, maybe in dogs about sort of three months of age or, or uh, kittens uh, quite young as well. Yeah. We're more likely then to get along with the other species if we've met them from a really young age. Oh,
1: I guess it's a desensitization thing. It's that socialization. Socialization, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. I thought you'd like it if I said socialization Love there, it, mate. mate. Yeah. Love yeah. it.
2: Fantastic. Oh, my goodness, guys. I'm, we're very honored to have special guest uh, questions on today. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah. And, That's ha- so and how's the lasagna? Is it nice? <laughs>
1: Still in the oven. <laughs> Still in the
2: oven. <laughs> Very <laughs> good. Well, we'll talk about uh, what we're having for dinner later, Robbie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Thanks a lot, guys.
2: Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. Scratch you later.
1: Bye. later. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>
2: oh, Gold, mate. Yeah, I think they could you there, mate, with a piece out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a piece out. Yeah. There, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well that's our first live call-in, mate. I love it.
1: Or oh, first first live call-in question because yeah, we spoke to Katrina uh, Sorry. You know, yeah, sorry. Yes. You
2: know. Good clarification yeah, there. Yeah, no,
1: that's right. I don't want Katrina Warren to feel to feel put out. Yeah,
2: but you know right. what, owners uh, owners, listeners out there can actually ring in and leave a message, a recorded message for us. Can they really? So if they go to the Anchor page, yeah. which is, I think it's anchor.fm, yep. and they look up Two Vets Talk Pets and find our podcast on the anchor.fm website, you can actually record a question for us and then we can play it on the podcast, hopefully. Awesome. So if, you, if you've if you got a question and yes. you don't want to send an email, you just want to go and record one, just go to that, that page, anchor.fm, where we're our... Um, our podcast is hosted yeah and you can send a recorded question to us and we can play it on air and answer your question that
1: is fantastic how good
2: 2019 yeah, exactly and for the first person that does it they'll get a free hot air balloon roll with Robbie at sunset
1: absolutely and, yes. and, and it's going to be with Lewis you know uh, holding the balloon <laughs> at an angle and then taking out know, it'll be taking a
2: photo so it looks like a big balloon but yes. it's not it's just yeah. Robbie holding a little balloon like it
1: and, and, and lewin's even got the little Lewis has even got little Lewin.
2: That's fine, Robbie Anderson. And <laughs> Robert. Kirk, Kirk man. You get Robert. <laughs> we could do this all day. Absolutely. All righty, guys. Sometimes
1: we will. And yeah. sometimes we do. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much. Join in. Be part of the fun.
0: Excellent. Scratch you later.
1: Peace out, everyone. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.
0: Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, Twitter,